Let's give God a hand of praise. We give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah. For such a beautiful Sunday afternoon. It's almost afternoon. Hallelujah. Amen. Greetings in the name of Jesus. I greet all our online followers and listeners. Thank you for joining us today. And I just want to greet all our visitors. Thank you for being with us today. We are grateful that you came and you are with us today. It is the prayer of our father, Apostle Vincent. That may God meet you at the point of your needs. We believe that you have been blessed thus far. Let me take this opportunity to appreciate our Father once more for this great privilege that he has given me to entrust me with the congregation. It's not an easy thing, hallelujah. So I do not take it for granted, amen that he has entrusted me with the congregation today. We are grateful to our mother, Pastor Kay, who stands together with him. Let's give God a hand of praise for the life of our prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We are grateful. We are continuing with the teaching of Diaconia and Diaconos is the year of ministry and a servant. Hallelujah. So Diaconia means ministry and Diaconos means servant. Our father apostle has been teaching us on the, on the subject of faith from the second week of September. So I would encourage you as I encourage the first church that if you can go back and listen to all the messages it will be for your own good your life will never be the same again your life will completely be transformed so we have the podcast you can listen to all the messages so we are continuing today. Our Father has sent us such a powerful message this morning. But before I go into that, I'm just going to recap from last week, just for the sake of those who are coming for the first time. Now my interpreter has been saying that I'm too quick. <laughs> I pray that... Uh, I won't be too quick, quick this second service. Yeah, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I pray that God will work in our hearts. So our Father has been teaching us last week on faith and the spoken word. The previous week was faith uh, a confession brings position. And last week was faith and the spoken word. So I say to you, the Lord be with you. Amen. The Lord bless you. The book of 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 5 but you be watchful in all things enjoy afflictions do the work of an evangelist fulfill your ministry obedience 
is part of endurance. Hallelujah. Obedience to the word of God is part of endurance. And Apostle has taught us very well that faith is obedience. Hallelujah. So as we are recapping from last week, the first point that he taught us was that faith is doing the word of God and faith is the word of God. Hallelujah. Faith is doing the word of God and faith is the word of God. It's not enough just to know the scriptures. It's not enough just to quote the scriptures. You have to do the word of God. If the word of God is going to work in your life, you have to obey the word of God by following the instructions and applying them in your life. You see, Apostle has taught us very well that your life has become a multiple choice. Your life has become a buffet. You choose from the word of God what you want to obey. And you choose the things you want to this to disobey so things will not work in your life if you are not obeying to the full and to the end if you are going to see God if you are going to see God move greatly in your life you will need to obey to the full and to the end hallelujah because faith is doing the word of God Amen. Number two, faith is obedience uh, to the spoken word. So you obey the spoken word. We see by your actions that you are obeying to the spoken word. But if you do not obey the spoken word, things will not work out well for us. Or let me say to the young people, Apostle always gives an example that your mother knows very well what is good for you. Because your mother has gone through the same thing. She will be telling you that this boy is not good. But you will be saying, I am in love with him. So do not obey the scriptures. And therefore, your life will not end well. But I pray today that through obedience of the scriptures, through obedience of the spoken word, upon your life, your life will be perfect. Number three, Faith is the Rema word. Faith is the revealed word of God upon your life. Hallelujah. Number four, your world is framed by the word of God. You can frame the world around you by the word of God. Last week, Apostle was giving us a powerful example that they used to say, if you believe God for something, they will say, Scripture, brother. Chapter and verse. Show us a, a chapter and verse. Hallelujah. <laughs> Where you are finding that. Hallelujah. <laughs> so you don't just come and say, I believe God for a job. <laughs> you must quote the scriptures. <laughs> that promotion does not come from the east, <laughs> nor from the west, <laughs> but it comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> You don't just uh, say that I'm going to get married. But you declare, he who finds a wife has found favor. Hallelujah. So you must become a sister of the scripture. Chapter and a verse. Chapter and a verse. Brother. And let me have the young girls. If the brother comes and proposes you, you must say chapter and a verse. We don't want empty 
brothers. We don't want brothers who don't have scriptures. We want chapter and a verse. Hallelujah. So you must be full of the word of God. Hallelujah. You cannot obey the word of God unless you are full of the word of God. When you are full of the word of God, your world around you will show that everything that you do is framed by the word of God. I don't know what it is that you desire to see. The circumstance in your family can be framed by the word of God. As a wife, you just need to obey. When the word of God says, honor your husband, submit to your husband, it will be well with you if you obey that scripture. But if you do not obey, you cannot blame us for what happens in your life. Hallelujah. As a husband, when the word of God says, love your wife, just like Christ loved the church, it doesn't say when she is good, but it says, love your wife and wash her by the way, so that you can present her clean to Christ. So if you do that, you are creating a perfect marriage. You are creating a a huge free marriage. But if you don't have a chapter in a verse, if you don't have a scripture, the world around you is going to be a difficult one. Hallelujah. In the workplace, you declare that I will not struggle. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not lack. Hallelujah. So promotion will come. Hallelujah. Because of the spoken word. Hallelujah. So we don't speak motivational speaking. We don't just speak words and motivate ourselves. We speak the word of God. We declare the word of God. As a student, you declare, I have the wisdom of God. I have the wisdom to understand all kinds of It's a chapter and a verse. It says that Daniel determined that you will not defile himself. So as a student, you create a world around you. You say, as for me, ah, I'm a chapter and a verse. I will not defile myself. I will not allow the things of this world to steal from my future. Every time you sleep around, you are stealing from your future. So if you are like Daniel, you say, I will not define myself. You create a world around you. And your word will bring fruits upon your life. Then you will be distinguished. Hallelujah. You are delaying me. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's continue. Hallelujah. We give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah. So your world is framed by the word of God. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, 3 says, By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Verse 1 says that now faith, now faith, is the evidence of things hopeful. Now the word of God says in verse 3, the world 
was created by things that were not seen. Things that were not visible. So you have to create the world around you. You have to start speaking upon your life, upon your children, upon your family. Number five, God calls things that are not as though they were. Romans 4, 17. He calls the things that are not there as if they are there. Hallelujah. So you have to start calling things in your life. Hallelujah. You have to start calling things that you desire to see in your life. Hallelujah. Because God has created us in his own image. So if God can call things that are not as though they are, you also can call things that are not as though they are. As a child of God, you have the privilege to create the world around you. Number six, the word of faith is spirit and it is life. The words you speak, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. John 6, 63. So you have to understand that the words that you speak, they carry life in them. I don't know what is the situation that is hopeless, but you can bring life in that situation. It is the word of God that brings life. The word of God in Psalms 119, verse 130, it says the entrance of your way brings light and understanding. So it is the light of the word of God that will bring life in the hopeless situation. Words are spirit, so they travel. Words are spirit. So they travel. It doesn't matter where you speak. Whether you speak in your bedroom or whether you speak in the open. The words that you are speaking, you need to understand they will either carry life or they will either carry death. Apostle told us very well that confession brings possession. Whatever word that you speak, if it is life that you are speaking, life will begin to come. Hallelujah. If it is death that you are speaking, death will begin to come. May you not be trapped by the words of your mouth. May your life not become stagnant because of the words of your mouth. As a young person, let me encourage you. Sometimes we speak in ignorance when we are young, but words remain forever. So you have to be careful of the words that you speak because you can trap your future in the words that you speak. Hallelujah. So you have to understand that words are spirits. Words, they travel. Hallelujah. And words can travel into your distant future. And you will not know what has happened. You will not know the words that you have spoken. I declare today that you will speak words of life. And I declare today that every word you have, you have spoken in ignorance, it is cancelled today. Word you have spoken in ignorance that have trapped you, it is destroyed today in the name of Jesus. Number seven, faith words will not retain 
will not return void but will accomplish what it pleased Isaiah 55 verse 11 so you have to understand that the words of faith that you speak will not return empty but they will accomplish what you have sent them to do so the word of God upon your life will not return empty you have to stand and declare that what God has spoken it shall come to pass upon my life hallelujah the word of God can never return void hallelujah as we round up from the recap of last week apostle taught us that obedient faith is costly but the end is great apostle always says that as a young person you must not steal from your future that means that faith is going to demand of you hallelujah and faith is costly obedient faith obedient faith is costly so there are things that other young people will be doing that as a child of God you will not be expected to do so that you can preserve your life so you you will think that hey my life is being wasted away but in the process you are being preserved apostle taught us that obedient faith will bring you God's favor Obedient faith will elevate you. Obedient faith will, will set you apart. So if you obey, it will seem like for a moment it is costly. It will seem for a moment like you are missing out. But if you follow the word of God, if you obey the word of God, your end will be greater because you will obtain favor from God. Favor it's unmerited. Hallelujah. Favor sets you apart. Because people will wonder, how did you achieve this But it's because you have been obedient. When they say study, so that you can pass, it's difficult to study. It's not easy. Your friends will be going around for parties. And you will be sitting and studying. At the end, you are going to see the favor of God. But if you are going to go with what your friends will be saying, at the end, you will realize that disobedience have led your life to go astray. Hallelujah. So obedient faith leads to God's favor. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. Faith is, uh, number two, faith is to obey and to take instructions hallelujah faith is waiting on instructions and doing it hallelujah apostle quoted the uh, book of John 2 verse 5 where Jesus was performing his first miracle at the wedding in Cana now the word of God says his mother said to the servants whatever he says to you do it it didn't they the word the instruction say it doesn't say whatever you love you must do it whatever you feel like it's comfortable you must do it but it says whatever he says to you you must do it hallelujah 
So obeying the word of God and taking instructions <laughs> it means even the, when the instruction seems like it does not make sense whatever the word of God says do <laughs> you do it even when it does not make sense when other like people are, when other people are fornicating <laughs> it does not make sense to you as <laughs> a young person whatever the word of God says do you do it hallelujah because you are obeying the instructions of God so to, to receive God's favor you have to obey you have to take instructions because faith will make a demand on you if you are going to prosper financially you have to pay your tithe. You have to honor the Lord with your offerings. You cannot expect a financial breakthrough and you have not been honoring the Lord. Hallelujah. So faith makes a demand on your life. What have you given? What have you laid down? What is it that you have forsaken? What are the things that you, have, you are not willing to forsake? What are the things that you are not willing to let go? Faith is Amen. making a demand on your life. Your life can be much better. You can see great things in your life. If you can take the, the, the demand that faith is making upon your life. All of us, we have to pay a price. Apostle has paid this price. He always gives testimonies of how he has sacrificially not only laid down his life, but he has given for the work of the ministry. How he has used his resources to even pay for the rent at the beginning of the church. How he has used even his uh, thanksgiving offerings. He has used them. The buildings we have is because of his sacrifice. He has responded to the demand of faith. Faith will make a demand on your life. What is it that you have not laid down? Because that is your stumbling block. Whatever that you have, you are not willing to let go so that you can see God move in your life. That is the one thing that God is demanding for. Maybe it's your boyfriend, I don't know. Maybe it's your girlfriend, I don't know. There is something that God is demanding for. Your life must be laid down so you can see the goodness of God upon your life. Hallelujah. Now today, Apostle has prepared such a powerful, powerful message for us. Hallelujah. That was a recap from last week. Hallelujah. Yes, we are here to begin. Hallelujah. Amen. And I promise you, you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. So today, the, the subtopic is faith and miracles. Let me call. Faith and miracles. Hallelujah. The book of Mark 9, verse 23 and 24. Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. If you can do what? If you can believe. Does it say if you can work hard? It says if you can do what? If you can believe. And all means all. All 
does not mean some of the things. It says if you can believe, all things are possible. And I pray that you will believe today so that all things will be possible for you. Now the next verse, verse 24. It says immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears Lord I believe help my unbelief I pray today that God will help our unbelief you see some of us who have not seen God move in our lives because of unbelief God is not moved by our tears but it is the faith that moves God. You can see from this scripture the father did not only cry out with tears only. He used a chapter and a verse. He said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. It is not your tears that will move God. It is the word of God that will move him. Every time you call out the word of God, you are reminding God of his promises. That is why the word of God says that to those who believe, all things are possible. Because when you speak the word of God, you are reminding him of his own promises. Now the father cried out and he said, help my unbelief. And I pray today that God will help our unbelief. Because our unbelief is blocking miracles in our lives. Our unbelief is blocking the move of God in our lives. Now, miracles are not accidental, but they are deliberate acts of God provoked by the desperate faith of men. Have faith in God and his word and live a miraculous life. Miracles are not accidental. Don't be deceived. Hallelujah. Those who live a miraculous life, those who seem like things are working for them, it is not by accident. It's because of the word of God that they have declared upon their lives. Hallelujah. So you have to provoke miracles in your life. If you are going to live a miraculous life, you must provoke the work of God in your life by speaking the word of God. Hallelujah. When you declare God's promises, you are provoking miracles to come upon your life. So it is not by accident that some are being promoted at work. It is not by accident that other businesses seem to be doing well. It is not by accident that other cells seem to be doing well. It is your belief in God. Hallelujah. You provoke God's movement in your life by your faith. Num number one, faith works miracles. Without faith, you have no miracles. It is faith that works miracles. Hallelujah. Without faith, you will have no miracles. The book of Hebrews 11 verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. It says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
Therefore, there is no way that you can see the miracles of God in your life without you believing in God. Because without you believing in Him, it means you have not pleased God. It says that those who come to God must believe that He is the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Some of us will say that I have prayed for this situation. But have you believed in your prayer? Sometimes we pray prayers as a ritual. And it happens most of the time in the morning. When we are going to work, we just uh, say a five-minute prayer. Uh, we, we take prayer as a casual thing. We have not seen the seriousness of how do you expect answers from something that you take casual? Because you have come to God without believing, without blessing God, how do you expect a miracle in your life? So I pray today that you will stop being casual with the word of God. Stop being casual with prayer. Stop being casual with what you believe God for. You have not seen much movement in your life because you have been casual with God. You have become familiar with the word of God. You have become familiar with God. Scriptures like uh, Psalms 23 verse 1 It's a very powerful scripture But if you can stand upon the word of God I promise you, you will not lack anything in your life God brought it to me as a revelation in 2014 And to date, I believe I don't lack anything Because I've stood upon the word of God but we have taken the word of God as casual. We have not taken the things that we do seriously. Faith brings miracles. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without you believing in the scriptures, without you believing in what you do, there is not much that you can see in your life. I declare today that begin to please God with your faith in God. And you will see God move in your life. Number three. Or number two, sorry. Faith is a creative force. Manifesting the desires of his possessor. You see, faith connects you to the miraculous. So faith becomes a force that manifests the desires in your life. Without faith, there's nothing that will push your desires to come So faith, it is a force behind whatever that you are believing God for. Without that faith, to push your miracles you cannot see your miracle. So faith is a creative force. The word of God says in Hebrews 11 verse 3, we quoted the scripture that by the words of God, the worlds were framed. So through the words of God, there was a push in the supernatural for the miracle to appear. If you are going to see God move in your life, your faith must become a driving force, a creative force that will bring what you desire to see. Listen to the book of Luke 17 verse 6. 
So the Lord Mutimuar. said, Ar. if you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea and it would obey you. Now we are told that a mustard seed is the smallest of the seeds. But here, it is used as a metaphoric word that if you can use this faith this little faith if you can have that little faith can somebody say that little faith you can move mountains now hear the word of God says that if you can have a faith as a mustard you can say to this mulberry tree be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea and it would obey you hallelujah now roots are things that have become stagnant in your life roots are things that have entangled your life roots are things that have come and have stayed in your life and have caused you not to have a movement if you are going to uproot those roots in your life, you will need to have faith. Because faith is a creative force. I pray today that every root in your life, every root that has delayed you, every root that has caused you to be stagnant, everything that has made you not to move forward, because you have been entangled, or because you have entangled yourself, may it be move today in the name of Jesus. May your, your faith cause every root in your life to be destroyed. Hallelujah. May every situation that has become so difficult be destroyed today in the name of Jesus. Number three, faith knows no boundaries. All things are possible to him who believes. Hallelujah. Faith knows no boundaries. It means your faith can travel. Your faith can speak for you where you are not able to speak for yourself. Your faith can go and move things for you just by the spoken word of faith. Things can move in your life because faith has no boundaries. I don't know what it is that you are believing in There is no boundary to your faith. If you can just believe the word of God, you can see miracles in your life. Now the word of God teaches in the book of Matthew 17 verse 20 it says so Jesus said to them because of your unbelief because of your what? your unbelief it says so Jesus said to them because of your unbelief for I shortly I say to you if you have faith as a mustard seed you will say to this mountain move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible
possible for you. Hallelujah. Amen. So our unbelief have blocked miracles for us. Now Jesus Christ says here, for as shortly as I say to you, if you will have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here. May every mountain in your life move right now in the name of Jesus. May every limitation in your life be destroyed in the name of Jesus. May every situation that has become a mountain move right now. The mountain of unemployment, the mountain of joblessness, it can move, amen. If you can believe the word of God, God will move on your behalf, hallelujah. And I pray that God will move that financial mountain in your life today. May you see your financial breakthrough today as you believe the word of God. Hallelujah. Faith knows no boundaries. Number four. Faith that produces miracles stubbornly trusts and believes and obeys following the word of God against all odds and circumstances. Hallelujah. Faith I want to repeat it again. Faith that produces miracles stubbornly trusts and believes and obeys following the word of God against all odds and circumstances. If you are going to see God move in your life, you have to believe the word of God against all odds. The word of God says Abraham believed against hope against hope so if you are going to see God coming through for you in whatever circumstance that you are in you have to stubbornly stubbornly stand upon the word of God stubbornly stand upon the promises of God our problem is some of us who have been discouraged some who have been told you have been raising that prayer point ever since I know you nothing has moved in your life but the word of God is always moving tell them I will believe the word of God until the situation moves before the mountain moves I will not stop believing hallelujah so faith that moves God that brings miracles it obeys against all odds it does not obey when it's favorable it does not believe when it is favorable it believes at all times even when things are not working for me I will continue to stand upon the word of God I will continue to believe the word of God I want to read for you a powerful story from the book of Luke 18 verse 38 to 42 to 42 Luke 18 verse 38 to 42 it says and he cried out saying to Jesus this was a story of a blind man it says and he cried out saying to Jesus son of David have mercy on me 
Then those who went before warned him that he should be quiet. You see, some of us who have been warned that we should be quiet about our needs. We have been warned that we should be quiet. That our needs are shameful to tell our shepherds. That our needs are shameful to come for counseling. That our needs are shameful to ask for help. This is what was told to this man. Some of us, we could have been helped long ago. But we have been told, shush, be quiet. It is, it is not important. Listen to this. It says, then those who went before warned him that he should be quiet. But he cried out all the more. He said, Son of David, have mercy on me. May the Lord have mercy on you today. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he had come near, he asked him, saying, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, that, that I may receive my sight. May you receive your sight today in the name of Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. What has made this person well? His faith. His faith made him well. Can you imagine what the outcome would have been if this man would have kept quiet when the people had told him to keep quiet? He would not have received his miracle. He would not have received his testimony. But he refused to keep quiet. He refused to stop calling out. I declare today that you will continue to believe against all odds. Continue to stand upon the promises. Stop only upon the word of God. The word of God says that they shall know the truth and the truth will set them free. Now the truth is the word of God. Hallelujah. If you know the word of God, the word of God will set you free. It doesn't matter how long you've been in that situation. It doesn't matter how long you have been struggling in that situation. It doesn't matter how long you have been struggling with that sin. The problem is you have not cried out. So sin have become roots in your life. Sin have become something that has made you not to move forward. Every time you try to do something for the Lord, you are reminded of your sin because you have not cried out for help. Because you have not come to say, Son of David, have mercy on me. I pray today that the Lord will have mercy on you. You do not have to struggle on your own. Jesus is your answered prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Number five. Why be ordinary while faith makes you extraordinary? Why be natural while faith makes you supernatural? Miracles don't happen to the cool and understanding people. Miracles answer to the desperate and forceful people. The book of Matthew 11 verse 12. Miracles don't come to the cool and understanding people. For miracles to come to your life, you have to be forceful about it. Miracles don't just happen accidentally. 
When you want extraordinary things to happen in your life, you have to do extraordinary things. I was saying to the church earlier, if you are a shepherd, you are a pastor, you are a ministry minister, you have been given a branch, you have been given a cell, what extraordinary thing have you done to make sure that the work that has been entrusted to you grows? What extraordinary thing have you done? What kind of a false, forceful faith have you demonstrated? You can only have what you give in. You can only have what you give in. Now here John the Baptist says uh, No, the, the, uh, the book of Matthew gives a testimony about John the Baptist. It says from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. He realized that it will need forcefulness for things to work in this environment. It will need forcefulness. So I encourage you today that become forceful in the work that you do for the Lord. Things will begin to change. You have to ask yourself what have you demonstrated lately that shows your violence in the ministry. You will remember very well that we had a solemn Sunday earlier this year. We had more than 100 visitors. It took days and days of all night prayers with the pastors. It took days and days of going out to the schools. It took days and days of evangelism. It took days and days of shepherds going out. That extraordinary miracle that happened of the great multitudes that we saw, this place was packed all over. Today we don't see it. What have you done yesterday? What extraordinary thing have you done yesterday? The kingdom of God suffered violence and the violence took it by force. You can only have what you give in. You can only see the miracles of what you have forcefully given in. In your life as well, if things are going to work, if you're going to see God move in your life, you must be forceful with your faith. Hallelujah. I remember Apostle giving a testimony that one day God asked him to give him the all his pension money. <laughs> Do you know what is pension money? All his pension money. Not some of his pension money. All of his pension money. And after that, the testimony that came, we can see it with the houses that they have in Sunnyside because of what he gave. God came through for him. I don't know what it is that you are believing God Have you been forceful in your faith? Have you been forceful in your faith? If you are going to desire what apostle has, what kind of forcefulness have you shown? I can talk about the ministry. I can talk about this zeal. 
what he does for the work of the ministry and we can see the fruits as a shepherd as an MM as a pastor what have you done what forcefulness have you shown for the work that you are doing for the Lord I pray today that you will show a violent faith Mark chapter 5 verse 34 and he said to her daughter your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. What your faith has made you well. Jesus didn't say to this uh, woman that you have received this healing because of, of the pity that I feel for you. He said it is because of your faith that your daughter has been healed. We said earlier that faith has no boundaries. Now this woman, when she went to Jesus, when she, she was not having her daughter there, but the faith that she had, the faith that, faith that this woman had, it caused a force that brought healing. The word of God says that that very same hour, the child was healed because of the faith of this woman. Now I want to challenge you today that have faith in God and Jesus will make things well for you today. I don't know what is the situation that you are bringing before God today. It can be answered in this very hour. He says, daughter, your faith has made your child well. Go in peace. Your child is healed. Hallelujah. Your faith has taken the afflictions. Hallelujah. May you receive peace in your life. Hallelujah. Let's move on. Number six. Believe the Lord your God and you will be established and believe his prophets and you will prosper. Faith is the language God understands and he will respond to it. Because of the fallen nature, we are accustomed to struggle and hardship and we call it life. It is not life. It is a curse. Adam's unbelief has led us to a curse life. Because of Adam's unbelief, we have been led to a curse life. Hallelujah. I pray that you will never settle for less in your life. Now the word of God says in 2 Chronicles 20, that believe in God you will be established and believe in his prophets you will prosper the curse has come into our lives because we do not believe the word of God and we do not believe his prophets so we believe that the hardships the struggles that we are going through we deserve it sometimes that's how we behave we believe that the hardships that we are going through it's what God can do for us. But that is not the truth. The word of God says if you believe in him, you will be established. And in his prophets, 
You will prosper. So never settle for hardships. Never settle for difficulties in your life. Never settle for less in your life. God has a great plan for your life. God will do great and mighty things in your life. If you can just believe the word of God. So never believe that you are cursed. Hallelujah. The cursed life of Adam was because of unbelief. But if you believe the word of God, great things are set aside for you. You are destined for great things in your life. Hallelujah. If you believe the word of God, hallelujah. So never be accustomed to struggle and hardships. Never accept your condition and say, this is all that God can do. God can do great things in your life. Never settle for limitation in your life. God can never be limited. Number seven, miracles are the ways of God. His fatherly response to us, it is his nature. Yet to us, his answer and response is always a miracle. But because of prodigality, because of lack of faith in the Father, this has caused us to struggle and to believe in ourselves. Hallelujah. So miracles are the ways of God in our lives. Hallelujah. It is his nature to respond to us in love. It is God's nature to respond to us in compassion. It is God's nature to make things work for us. But because of our prodigality, because of disobeying the word of God, because of moving away from the word of God, because of lack of faith in our lives, we have not seen miracles in our lives. But it is God's desire. I want you to know today that it is the desire of God that you see miracles in your life. It is the desire of God that you see him move in your life. Don't limit God in your life. Don't be accustomed to struggles. It is in the nature of God to have mercy on us. And I pray that God will have mercy on you today. Number eight, your establishment is having faith in God the Father. To a fallen nature and a sinner, God's response is always equated to miracles. You see, because we have not developed an intimate relationship with God, we do not understand that having faith in God will bring us establishment in our lives. Because of our fallen nature, because of our sinful nature, we always equate God to miracles. Amen. We are always those who come because we want something from God. We are always those who come because we want God to do something for us. But when you know God, and when you walk with God in your life, you will learn to understand that you give thanks in everything because it is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. 
But if you equate God to miracles because of your fallen nature, it is only about what God can do for you. You have not done anything for God because you do not have a relationship with God. I pray today that you will know God far much better. God is far much bigger than your limitations. God is far much bigger than your expectations. God is far much bigger than what you desire for him to do for you. Don't limit God because of your fallen nature. Don't let your sinful nature limit God. Some of us, God has not moved much in our lives because of failure to obey the word of God. We have not seen miracles because sin has taken over our lives. And because of that, we have limited God. Do not be a Christian who disobeys God and you limit the movement of God in your life. And you lack testimonies in your life. People cannot come to God because they are looking at your life and they don't see a testimony in your life. Because of your disobedience, your fallen nature has limited the work of God in your life. Your establishment is through faith in God. Hallelujah. Your establishment is believing in the word of God. Hallelujah. May you have a great relationship with God. Amen. Number nine, God is moved by our faith. It is His nature to respond to faith. Miracles answer to faith. Hallelujah. God is moved by our faith. It is His nature to respond to faith. Miracles answer to faith. The book of John 14, verse 12. The, it says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And great works than this, he will do because I go to my Father. Jesus Christ says, He who believes in me. The works that I do, he will do also. Some of us will believe in hard work. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ doesn't say he who is working hard. He says he who believes in me. If you are going to see God move in your life, it will only take faith. Faith brings miracles. It will only take you to trust in God. Now faith moves things for us on our behalf. You don't have to move things by yourself. You don't have to believe in yourself. Believe in God. Believe in his prophets. God will move things on your behalf. The things you have been struggling with the situation you have been struggling to move is because you have not believed in the word of God. Now here Jesus Christ says, most assuredly, in another version it says, verily, verily. In another version it says, surely, surely, this will happen if you believe in the word of God. Faith is the connection between men and the miracle power of the waking God. So faith connects you to the miracle power of the waking God. Hallelujah. 
Without faith, I say it again, it is impossible to please God. We had the story that I read earlier from the book of Mark 5. Jesus Christ said to the woman, it is your faith that has healed you. And the word of God says that very hour, the woman was healed. Hallelujah. So faith connects you to the supernatural power of God. If you are going to be connected to the supernatural work of God. Guess what? Many people were touching Jesus that day. But what released the supernatural work of the supernatural power of God was the faith of this woman. So it is the faith that will connect you to the supernatural power of God. Number 10. Faith is a doorway to miracles. Faith opens doors for miracles in your life. I declare today that may faith open doors for you. The book of Matthew 15 verse 28. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Hallelujah. It says, Oh woman, let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Hallelujah. Let me read it in this version. It says, then Jesus answered and said to her, Oh woman, great is your faith. Hallelujah. Oh woman, great is your faith. Hallelujah. Now this story is similar to the story that I just related of the woman. Hallelujah. That it is through their faith that they receive their miracle. Hallelujah. May you receive your immediate healing today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number 11, faith, faith miracles is to do the works of God. Many perish because they labor for food. Jesus is giving us a faith key to supernatural provision. You have the faith key to supernatural provision. I pray that you will not labor for the bread of souls. In the book of Psalm 127, we learn that you can labor for the bread of souls. You toil all day, you toil all night, but because God is not in it, there's no blessing for it. But I pray today that you will not labor for the bread of souls. But you will receive the faith key that will bring supernatural provision in your life. The book of John 6 verse 27. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you. Because God the Father, okay, it says, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Hallelujah. So do not labor for the food that perishes. Hallelujah. Do not struggle for food to eat. Apostle always says that three things that we work for. We work for the house. We work for the food. We work for the clothes. Those are the things that are perishing. 
But God is giving you a faith key for supernatural provision. It is not how hard you labor. It is you believing in God and practicing the scriptures that God will provide supernaturally in your life. Hallelujah. Now the word of God says that give and it shall be given unto you. Now faith is to do the works of God. The faith key that apostle is giving us is that you will receive supernatural provision when you start not to labor for food that perishes but to labor to support and advance the work of the ministry. When you think about the word of God first, when you think about the work of God first, the book of Matthew 6.33, God will provide supernaturally for you. And that is the faith key to supernatural provision. Now God says that all these things He will provide for you. And I want to encourage you today that may your faith work for you. May your belief in the word of God work for you. May you not toil for the bread of May your belief in supporting the word of God bring supernatural provision in your life. Number 12 and the last one and we close. Number 12, faith attracts miracles and unbelief attracts a curse. It attracts struggle and it attracts hardship. Lack of faith makes you to believe the voice of the enemy. So lack of faith will bring struggles in your life. Faith can attract miracles in your life. But if you disobey the word of God, if you have unbelief and you do not obey as the scripture says, now the word of God says that tithe is holy and it belongs unto the Lord. That is the faith key. Tithe is holy and it belongs unto the Lord. If you obey the word of God, it will attract miracles in your life. But if you act in unbelief, if you disobey the word of God, curses will come into your life. Curses are automatic. No one is cursing you. Hallelujah. I have heard that uh, people saying that when you read Malachi verse 10 that uh, pastors are cursing people. It's automatic. Every blessing has a corresponding curse. So it is automatic, hallelujah. It's either you attract miracles and blessings upon your life by believing the word of God and walking and obeying the faith promises that God gives you or it's either you walk in a curse. So, so no one is cursing you. Unbeliefs brings curses, it brings struggles, it brings hardship. I pray that you will receive a faith key today. May you receive the faith key for supernatural provision in your life today. Hallelujah. Never from today go around saying pastors are cursing us. There is a correspondence curse for every blessing. Hallelujah. So if you obey 
you receive a blessing. But if you disobey, a curse will come into your life. And I pray today that you will choose to obey so that you can receive blessings in your life. The book of Genesis 3 verse 17 to 18. Then to Adam he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you saying, you shall not eat of it. Curse is the ground for your sake. In time you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thirsty it shall bring forth for you and you shall eat the head of the first. I pray that this will not be your story. Hallelujah. I pray that this will not be your story. May you not live under a curse. May you not live under struggles and hardship because you have disobeyed the word of God. Because faith attracts miracles. But unbelief and disobedience brings curses upon our life. Number 13. Faith is a realm of God. It is supernatural. Sons of God operate in faith. The book of Hebrews 11 verse 17. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, opened up Isaac and he who had received the promise opened up his only begotten son. Hallelujah. So faith is a realm of God and it is supernatural. And those who are the sons of God, they live in faith. Hallelujah. So my question for you is, where is your sacrifice? When God asked Abraham for a sacrifice, Abraham obeyed. And he gave the sacrifice. Faith will demand of you. Faith demands your tithe. Faith demands your offerings. Faith demands your generosity. So where is your faith? Number 14 and the last one. The work of faith is to believe in him whom he sent. John 6 verse 28 to 29. Then they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to Jesus them, This is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. That's all. <laughs> this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. So faith is everything. The works of God is having faith. This is the works of God that you believe in Him who is Now, the question is will you believe God for your miracle today? Will you believe God for your answer today? Will you believe God for God to move on your behalf today? The work of God is to believe and have faith in what He said He will do. Believe His promises and His own. Faith without works is dead. Show me your faith. I will show you my works. That is the book of James 2 verse 17. So the works of God is to believe in him. I challenge you to believe the word of God today. Can we all bow our heads together? This is the works of God. That we believe in him. Who, called, who, who sent him. We believe in the one whom God has sent. 
that is believing in Jesus. So we must believe in the Son of God. I want to pray with you today. Maybe you desire miracles in your life. You desire God to move in your life. Your faith can come once you have received the Lord Jesus Christ. So I want to pray with you today. The word of God, Romans 6.23. It says, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So I want you to receive eternal life today. So you can see God to begin moving your life. So if you are here today and you say I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior lift your hands where you are and we'll pray together this afternoon you are saying Lord Jesus come into my life bless you I see your hand Lord Jesus come into my life I want you to know you today I want the miracles of God to begin to happen in my life it starts with you giving your life to Jesus thank you my sister I see your hands as well is there any other hand I want to know Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. Hands have gone up. We are waiting for you. Maybe you were born again and you realize that along the way you have been led astray but you want to come back to the Lord. You can lift your up your hand as well. You can come back to Jesus today. You can renew your life. Thank you. I see your hands. Lift up your hands high. Hands have gone up. We are waiting for you. Is there somebody else? The Lord is waiting for you. I'm going to ask the ushers to help us. All those who have lifted their hands, let's come forward. We are going to pray together. All those who lifted their hands. can still come if you want to come as well. Hallelujah. The doors are open for you. We are going to pray with you. It is a very powerful decision that you are making today. I want you to lift your hands. Don't take it for granted. Our father always says that he received the Lord when he was 16 years old. And in him was the many of us. So this is the great day of your salvation. We are going to pray together. And I want you to follow me as I lead in prayer. Church, can I ask that we all stand? And we are going to pray together. If you still want to come, you can still come. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Can we stand together, church, as we are going to pray? For you, just follow me in prayer. Can you say, Lord Jesus, I thank you today for loving me and dying for me. Today, I acknowledge I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. With my heart, I believe that Jesus Christ 
is Lord. And with my mouth, I confess unto salvation. Forgive me, Lord, for all of my sins. Wash me with your blood. Today, write my name in the Lamb's book of life. I thank you, Father. My name is, say your name. My name is, write my name, Lord, in the Lamb's book of life. I thank you, Father, for this great salvation in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's give God a hand of praise. Hallelujah.